We are speaking with Whitney Werner. She is a psychotherapist and licensed clinical social worker and the owner of Evolve Psychotherapy and Wellness in Raleigh. Whitney, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. So we've been talking about narcissism and what exactly narcissism is. And one of the things that keeps popping up is, okay, so the traits of a narcissist and narcissistic traits seem to be pretty well known. Yes. So if that's the case and it's pretty scientific and you can say, hey, yeah, this person's a narcissist, why do people stay in that relationship? Why do they stick around? Or is it not so apparent to them in the beginning? Well, it's not so apparent to them in the beginning because then the way that narcissism and narcissistic abuse happens, there is a cycle. So when you meet the narcissist, they present as a confident person. They are charming, charismatic, usually successful, and show a lot of interest in you. And they mirror you and share your likes and you feel like you have so much in common. So it starts off really great. There are signs to look for, but not everybody does. They tend to push the boundaries. The relationship moves very quickly. um, And you don't necessarily, you get caught up in it and you don't realize you're maybe not necessarily going at a pace that feels comfortable for you. But that is a red flag. But other than that, they share their best self initially. So if they showed you their really narcissistic traits, you wouldn't like them and get into the relationship to start with. So, and you said that they're successful. Yes. So how can someone who has such devious qualities be so successful? Like, wouldn't people have noticed it? Wouldn't people have said something? You know, how how is somebody who's narcissistic successful? Well, they can be successful because they are doing whatever it takes to get their needs met, right? So it doesn't necessarily matter who you step on to get there. And then you use your other manipulative tactics to deny, rationalize, blame shift, you know, why certain things that maybe were not positive happened, and it's always blamed on someone else, and there's no accountability. You know, people may not like you as you move to the top, but you still get there. Mm -hmm. We talked about narcissism in the workplace a little bit. We've talked about, you know, narcissism in a relationship. What do you do if you notice or you suspect that one of your somebody who's like very in your close inner circle is a narcissist. Like I'm thinking, this is not the case with me, but what if you suspect that one of your children is a narcissist? Are you justified in thinking that there's is going to be a life of doom and gloom from, you know, then on? Well, that is one of the most challenging things is when you do have a child that has narcissism and knowing that it's very difficult to treat You know, if you have traits, yes, but if you have a full-blown personality disorder, it's very difficult and very unlikely that they will change. So the focus has to be more about therapy for yourself and how to cope with that and how to be able to engage with them, different strategies to have the healthiest form of a relationship that you can have and really focusing on learning strong boundaries and ways to try and make the relationship work. So is there such a thing as a narcissist who is listening right now and says, oh, shoot, I'm a narcissist, but I don't want to be one? Right. Well, very rarely, right? They recognize the traits, but the way they have struggles with accountability and that ability to have insight, it's hard for them to see how they affect other people, right? That's a big trait of narcissism is lack of empathy. So even if they recognize it, they don't necessarily see it as a problem because they can't relate to how they make other people feel. Is this something, though, that they can ever get a hold of? Or is it something that diminishes with time? Is an old narcissist a nicer narcissist? 
Well, there are some beliefs of that, but I'm not sure that's exactly true. I would say that they definitely may soften a little bit, but not not much. Yeah. And is the attention that we're seeing on narcissism and gaslighting overblown or are there truly more narcissists now? Or is it, you know, as we ask the age old question, is this something that we're becoming more cognizant of? And is this an offshoot of COVID? I know there was like 15 questions in there. but Right. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a little bit of both, actually. I do believe narcissism has always existed. I think there is more awareness to it now. There's been more research done. So it is easier to identify. And you got to think these people don't come into therapy so, you know, they have been there. They just, you know, I think with social media, that was the big change, right? All the posts, everybody, the celebrities, the politicians, the CEOs, you know, the successful people that we now watch every move of. And so we're more aware of it. And definitely COVID brought out more, I think, because people were on social media more. And with each other more. Yes, yes. That definitely impacted relationships and the rates of domestic violence skyrocketed because so of that. what if somebody is with someone who say a friend of yours is with a narcissist and you clearly identify that and you're not one of the people who has been isolated yet from this person right because that's one of the things that the narcissist does is isolate somebody from their friends correct what how do you how can you can you help someone who's a friend and, and you're still there right Well, I think understanding why they're staying, that's a big piece. Like people that stay have high traits of agreeableness and conscientiousness. So when you think about that, you know they're going to work hard to make this relationship work and stay. So knowing that about the person and then they're staying in hope that this person's going to change and out of fear that if they don't and they end the relationship, they're going to be alone or they're going to move on to the next person and be the best version you saw during the love bombing phase. So understanding why they're there, continuing to remind them about the things about themselves that are positive and good and the things that they used to enjoy, because you're going to see their self-esteem lower. You're going to see changes in them. And just trying to maintain connection is a big thing, not to cut them off because of the choices they're making, that there's a reason they're doing what they're doing. So the narcissist is exploiting that person's niceness or their insecurity. Absolutely. And, you know, honor that. Remember that that person is right now maybe a shell of who they are, but that's who they are deep inside. Yes. And that they have not changed in that way. They've just lost their center of self. And that person is through their manipulation, gaslighting, you know, horrible behavior, causing their self-esteem to just diminish and lose their sense of self. And is this problem worse in certain areas? Like, is North Carolina better than another state for narcissism? Or are we along the same, you know, is it North versus South? No, it is everywhere, all across the country. (laughs) Whitney Werner, thank you so much for joining us. Always educational, and we look forward to having you back again. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me.